The 2020 quarterback class was pretty good in its rookie season. What does the 2021 encore look like? We'll talk about that right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg here on Fantasy Football Today in 5, getting you caught up on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Follow and stream us on Spotify, wherever else podcasts are found. Jamie, what were your overall thoughts on last year's rookie quarterbacks? I know the expectations were probably kind of low just because of the offseason, a shortened offseason, but they really came through. What did you think overall? I think they were great. You know, uh, you, you certainly saw the upside of Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow and Jalen Hurts. And I still think it's too soon to give up on Tua Tungavailoa. And so, you know, hopefully going into year two, Burrow healthy, Herbert, new system that will enhance his play. Hurts gets the starting job and Tua gets some help around him and, and has an offseason to build. You could be looking at potentially four starting fantasy quarterbacks. Three for sure going into the season, at least for me right now, minus Tua. And it would not shock me if Tua got there, if things really turned in his favor in year two. Joe Burrow, when he was healthy, you know, you eliminate the Washington game and just look at what he did in his first nine games. He was the number 16 quarterback. Pretty solid numbers on pace for 4,418 yards, 21 touchdowns, nine interceptions. So not a ton of touchdowns, which we see from rookie quarterbacks that aren't Justin Herbert. So how are you going to rank them as of right now Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, Tagovailoa. I'm sure Tagovailoa will be last, but how would you rank the first three? Hertz is one for me because of his rushing ability. Herbert is two and Burrow is three, but they're all top 12 quarterbacks for me. I have Herbert, wow. I'm sorry, I have Hertz at eight, Herbert at 10, and um, and Burrow at 12. And, you know, I, I could see myself drafting a lot of those guys. The thing that I love about Herbert and Burrow is they both were top 10 in passing yards per game. And so that's that's fairly impressive. If you take out the game where Burrow got hurt, he's, uh, I guess, doesn't change where his, his ranking is. He's at 268.8 yards per game with the week uh, 11 injury against Washington. He's at 274 per game um, with uh, without that game in there. So he, uh, he, he's got so much upside. You know, I'm so curious to see what they're going to do to enhance the offense because I think that's, Clearly on the table, you know, whether it's another weapon or another offensive lineman um, for Herbert, you know, it's a, it's a new regime. But, you know, I think you still got to be excited about what you saw. And then obviously for Hertz, um, what he does as a rusher, uh, especially getting some help on the offensive lineback and maybe another weapon or two. I, I think all three of those guys could be special. OK, let me go to Herbert. Well, first of all, they were top uh, top 10, you said, in yards per game. But I mean, if you want to make it even better than that, they were top seven. And Herbert was basically tied for third. He was half a yard per game behind Tom Brady. It was Mahomes, Watson, Brady, Herbert, then Ryan, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. So that's really impressive. And uh, and Herbert had 31 touchdown passes, a rookie record. Struggled later in the year as they got a little bit more conservative with their offense under Anthony Lynn, but new offensive coordinator. Let him, let him throw the ball downfield. Uh, but Hurts, you know, really bad passing. He was... Under 55% completion rate, or under 57% in all of his starts, all four of his starts. Um, he did have two games where he threw for well over 300 yards. So I guess you could look at that, but but he threw the ball a lot. Um, anyway, you know, does that give you pause, just his, his passing? Let me just tell you what his pace was in the four starts. Uh, 3,676 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, and a passer rating of 77.2. Does that bother you at all? I mean, there's obviously some red flags, but 
again, we got to see what happens this offseason. But whenever you get these Russian quarterbacks and what the potential is, and we spent time on Tuesday's podcast talking about that he could potentially be an 800-plus yard rusher. Uh, if you get that, oh my gosh, I mean, the upside is off the charts. He doesn't have to be a 4,000-yard passer. He really just has to be close to a 3,000-yard passer. And so if he's that, which I think is certainly on the table for him, I mean, he could be a top five fantasy quarterback. Now, that's asking a lot. Uh, but you have to love the the potential of what you saw from him in the limited time he was out there. So, you know, you don't want to get overexcited about a guy, and maybe I am, but I, I just love the potential of what Jalen Hurts showed you as a rookie in the limited starts that he had and the potential of what he can be as a full-time starter, which will hopefully be the case if they move on from Carson Wentz. Are you taking all three of these quarterbacks over Matthew Stafford? I am. Over Matt Ryan? Yes. Ryan Tannehill? Yes. Uh, no, Tannehill is 11. Okay. So all right. Ahead of ball, as of now. More on these rookie quarterbacks and some dynasty talk on tomorrow's, or on rather Wednesday's Fantasy Football Today show. We'll see you then. For Jamie Eisenberg, I'm Adam Azer. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Bye.